from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Wednesday, June 16th. I'm Marco Werman. Today, preparing for the Battle of Kandahar, U.S. troops are building new checkpoint buildings for Afghan security forces. The current ones don't inspire much confidence. Some of these places look like the Clampets hideout, you know, in the backwoods of Kentucky. Also, Soviet strongman Joseph Stalin redrew the map of Central Asia decades ago. The recent violence in Kyrgyzstan is one outcome of that. Plus, why an Englishman is rooting for North Korea at the World Cup. Now this news. BBC News with Gaynor Howells. President Obama has confirmed that the British oil giant BP has agreed to finance a $20 billion fund to meet compensation claims from those affected by the Gulf of Mexico oil spill. Speaking in the White House after talks with the BP leadership, Mr Obama said the sum could be even bigger. It's also important to emphasize this is not a cap. Another important element is that this $20 billion fund will not be controlled by either BP or by the government. It will be put in an escrow account administered by an impartial, independent third party. President Obama also said BP was establishing a $100 million fund to compensate oil rig workers whose jobs had been lost or been otherwise affected by the disaster. The BP chairman, Karl Henrik Svanberg, said BP was apologizing for the accident and was taking further action over the issue. The BP board has today decided that we will not pay any further dividends this, this year. The Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov says his government will provide technical assistance to Kyrgyzstan to help it deal with the recent outbreak of violence between the Kyrgyz and Uzbek communities in the southern city of Osh. Speaking at a news conference, Mr Lavrov said Russia would help the Kyrgyz authorities track down those behind the clashes which erupted last week. Meanwhile, a source at the Kyrgyz embassy in Moscow told the BBC the Russians had confirmed that a regional security grouping would provide ammunition, military vehicles, fuel and equipment for the Kyrgyz police. The International Criminal Court says two rebel leaders suspected of war crimes in Sudan have travelled to the Netherlands and voluntarily surrendered. They're due to appear before the court on Thursday. Geraldine Cochlan reports from The Hague. The two men are suspected of criminal responsibility for murder, intentional attacks on peacekeepers and pillaging. The attack on Haskanita was allegedly carried out by fighters of the Sudanese Liberation Army Unity under the command of Saleh Mohammed Jerbo Jamus and the splinter forces of the Justice and Equality Movement led by Abdallah Banda Abakir Nurain. The case is a fourth before the ICC involving alleged war crimes in Darfur. A leading human rights group, Amnesty International, has described Malaysia as an unwelcoming and dangerous place for refugees. Amnesty International says many among the country's tens of thousands of asylum seekers, who are largely Burmese, face detention in appalling conditions, caning and deportation at the hands of the authorities. The government treats all asylum seekers as illegal immigrants. Harassment, extortion and human trafficking are said to be common. There's been no comment from the Malaysian authorities. World News from the BBC.
Five Mexican police officers have been abducted and murdered in the northeastern city of Monterrey. The bodies were found in a plot of wasteland hours after they were taken from their homes. Messages from a local drugs gang were attached to their bodies with ice picks. The killings come a week after an alleged leader of the powerful Zetas drugs cartel was arrested in Monterrey.